This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Uh, the right rear rotated about eight inches. <laughs> Holy s***. Yeah, it was shaking like a You're now listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Check out Dale Jr.'s signature Dirty Mo sunglasses from Spy at spyoptic.com. TJ Majors, Amanda Wolfmeyer, I'm Taylor Zarzer. Uh, do you guys remember what the immortal Jake Taylor said in Major League? Just win. <laughs> I don't remember the... that movie, Taylor. Golly, <laughs> what is wrong with you, Amanda? I know. I'm not You're a down on the Rocky movies. I'm not You're a down movie on Major buff. League. Doesn't he say just win the poll? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right, Travis James. He yeah. stands up there in the clubhouse when uh, the owner of the Indians says, uh, we're going to fire all of you and move the team to Miami. Jake stands up, the immortal Tom Berenger, and he says, well, I guess there's only one thing left to do. Then the pause. Win the whole bleeping thing. Yeah. Corbin Burnson does ask the question, yeah, what's that? Well, clearly that's the position the 88 team is in going to Talladega on Sunday. Uh, it was just a forgettable race in Kansas. Let's just be completely honest about it. Um, let's hear a couple of in-car examples of that, and uh, and then we'll break it down with TJ and Amanda and talk about uh, the finish and certainly get ready for Dega because I know people don't really want to dwell on a disappointing day. Uh, let's go to in-car three, Amanda. Caution lap 242, position number 21. All right, so we're uh, two laps down, first car two laps down. We're sitting 21st. There is seven cars, one lap down, 12 cars on the lead lap. Are they going to come? I think um, we're just, you know, we'll talk about it in a second, I suppose. Yep. We can uh, we can make it to the end of our fuel, too, so. And 48 stayed out. Cool. All right, well, come on in, get forward. You know, I know a lot of people are going to be frustrated by the 48 uh, deciding to do that, and it certainly didn't help. TJ, as you heard in your voice there, that he decided to stay out because it, it ended the day. I mean, if if he does come in, then you guys become the first car a lap down if you stay out, and then if you get one more caution, obviously you get the wave around. But you know, by that point, you know, everybody's made their own bed. There was a, It was a disappointing day. I don't know that we can necessarily blame it on anyone else. No, I don't. You know, he did with. They just made a call. It could have been anybody. Yep. Um, you can't go down there and ask them to, hey, make sure you pit so we can get a lap back here. Now, you, I mean, they're there to win the race. You know, those right. guys deserve to win just as much as ours. And that was the call they made. And um, it wasn't obviously to keep us pinned down. So, you know, that's what they felt like they needed. They felt like if Jimmy had track position that he could maybe hold them off. So. Um, that's what they went with, and he was fast enough that if he maybe got out there and and, and got the air, you know, he he mm-hmm. might have um, been able to stay there. So, but yeah, two laps down, still at that point, really, uh, that was um, that was our last straw right there to to really get caught back up and have a shot at getting a handful of spots back. What was the most frustrating part of the day? Whether it's vibrations or loose wheels, etc. There was a lot of uh, a lot of adversity on Sunday. Um, you know, anytime you come down pit road with, with, you know, I'm not pointing fingers here, but anytime you see your car coming down pit road under green flag conditions and it's not near a pit cycle, it's not, it's not, um, you know, that's, that's just, you just kind of hang your head at that point. Cause you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fight from, from there on out. And, and you're going to have to get really lucky and cautious at the right time to, to even get close to having a shot at a decent finish at that point. So that was, that's probably the most disappointing day to me, disappointing part of the day to me. 
You know, TJ, you're going to have you're just going to have these kinds of things that happen when many changes are made on a crew, as has happened in 2015. Overall, still, you know, I think that you could argue they've done a good job most of the season. Uh, but, you know, numerous changes on the crew before the season, as the season was going on, uh, obviously a change with the crew chief as well. Uh, having said all of that, I'm sure that they would be the first to tell you that was unacceptable on Sunday. It was unacceptable the week before that, and there have been several times this year it's been unacceptable. The The thing that I'm cautious about, though, and I'm sure we're going to hear Reaction Theater going crazy on them this week, I, I really, and this isn't the case maybe for all teams or all organizations, whether it's a stick and ball sport or it's NASCAR or whatever it is, I don't know that you could argue that everybody is giving their maximum effort. I can argue that the 88 team and everyone on that pit crew is giving their maximum effort. So that's why I'm a little cautious to really throw anyone under the bus. Yeah, I don't I don't really think you can throw people under the bus. You know, we've made a lot of changes coming into this year and and there's been a lot of things on, you know, that have there's a lot to do and and um Greg's had to put a lot of pieces together and most of the road crew stayed together. So that was that was that was fairly easy, um, solved pretty quick to him. Um, but, you know, as far as the pit crew goes, we had to assemble a whole new pit crew and, you know, majority of them anyway. Um, and, you, you know, we just haven't really found a group that, that seems to gel together and, and, you know, just haven't found that, that piece yet. But, um, you know, I don't know if it's something we can point fingers at one person individually, but, you know, I know everybody's trying really hard. Nobody's going out there any race saying, no, I can't wait, you know, till I mess up today. So... You know, I think everybody's just trying hard, and and um, some of us, you know, maybe trying too hard at some points. But it's definitely not a lack of effort on anyone, anyone's part on our team. In terms of setup, um, everybody knows the piece that uh, Junior is going to bring to Talladega, uh, and really, it comes down to Junior and TJ, and we'll get to uh, that in um, in just a minute. First, Amanda, for you and for TJ. What'd you think of the uh, the Kenseth Logano dust up on Sunday? Go ahead, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, Amanda. What's your take on it? To me, What's your and household's I think that, take on you know what? Well, my husband's not on the twenty car, <laughs> so know. it doesn't. You know, it's, it's not really. Yeah, yeah, it's his organization. Yeah, but again, I don't really have any kind of dog in that fight either. I don't. I don't work over you there. You had a dog in the fight last week. Well, that was a little different. When you call <laughs> out my husband on pit road, I'm going to be a little upset. But, <laughs> but no, I think, and we pointed this out before we started recording, we saw this at the beginning of the chase with Johnson and Harvick. Um, we saw it last week with Carl and Dale. And so you see two drivers racing for a position and blocking again. Yeah. I I'm, mean, that's my opinion. I think you have, I think, the table's been set for what kind of racing is going to go on, and you basically, um, guys aren't going to put up with a lot of, you know, okay, so you took my line away one time, and, you know, second time, yeah. you know, they're not going to, they're just not going to put up with it, you know, and I think Matt would have done the same thing to Joey. Mm -hmm. Matt had to win, and honestly, Joey looks at Matt like, okay, who can beat me in the championship? This guy right here, you know, and look, he's blocking me for a win. If I, If he wins this race... I, I might be racing him for a, for the championship, and I don't. I mean, there's guys you don't want to race for the championship. You don't want you, – if you can eliminate somebody, you want to eliminate them, a good car like that. So, you know, I'm not saying it was okay to drive through him, but, you know, he, I watched the stuff happen, and Matt was doing everything he needed to do to try to stay in front of him, and Joey just – 
put his foot down and said, I'm not going to take it. And, I uh, agree a thousand percent with that. So that was I it. mean, you know, listen, they, Joey Logano is not anywhere close to someone that I cheer for on the track. Yeah. And I know a lot of people that follow the sport agree with that. And he certainly made some enemies out there. There's no question. And Matt Kenseth alluded to that after the race. But I do think it's kind of hypocritical to suggest that Matt Kenseth wouldn't, like you just said, wouldn't have done anything differently if he was in the exact same position. Yeah. You've, you're for certain he would have done the same thing if you constantly block him, constantly are playing defense, constantly take his line away, uh, then I don't think there's any question that, yeah. you know, in this day and age, Logano's thinking, all right, you know, I'm, I'm not going to necessarily dump him, but I'm going to move him. I'm going to get him out of the way. And it, it did turn into a dump. Um, and I do think that there's been regret several times on the circuit in the last few years I can think of, TJ, where, for example, when Kenseth won in Bristol a couple of years ago and Casey Kane is following him on around the track for the last 30-some-odd laps, I think Casey had tremendous regret yeah. at the end of the race, oh, saying, yeah. it guy blocked me around the whole track for the last 30-plus laps, and I should have done something about it. I think that if you put many drivers in that same scenario Logano was in, they would have done the same thing. Yeah, I would I would expect him to. If that was if it was the eighty eight and the twenty car was doing that to yep. us, I would expect Dale Jr. to do the same thing. It's his job to win that race, you know, and and if a guy is being over aggressive blocking, I mean I I'm not gonna lie, I feel like Matt did run Joey into the wall at the end of the front stretch there because Matt Joey had a huge run and Matt just kept coming up and I feel like he hooked him a little bit, you know, they both he kind of drove him up into the fence trying to take his line away because he knew if he got out there he was gonna get around him, but I don't think Joey, you know, he definitely had contact there, but he wasn't, he didn't just go down there and, and right hook him, you know what I mean? He didn't go down mm -hmm. there and just automatically, you know, he sent him off in another corner deeper than what he wanted to go, but he didn't just go in there and intentionally wreck somebody like drivers have done in the past, you know. Uh, so, I, I mean, it was just hard racing to me. I mean, a, a guy put his foot down, he was getting blocked, and he put his foot down, and he wanted to win as bad as the other guy, and that's what happens. Barring a very early big one in Talladega that includes Kyle Busch, Ryan Newman, and someone in the top eight, Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the 88 team must win on Sunday. The good news is, TJ, is I don't think that there's any doubt. You guys have the best car. Uh, that car has already won in Talladega. It's already won in Daytona. He has gone on and on about your ability to spot at restrictor plate tracks. Now, there could be all sorts of unforeseen circumstances that happen, uh, but going into the race, I don't think there's any, there's any doubt that the confidence that you have what you need is right there in front of you. Greg and the guys are going are gonna to put a fast car out there, you know, and, and Dale Jr. obviously knows what he's doing, and it's just up to us to execute it, you know, and... You know, it's going to take the, a couple of the right breaks at the right time, but, you know, hopefully, um, you know, we, we know each other well enough and we've got a good a good uh, understanding of what each other, what he needs. And, and um, you know, I'll just have to watch him practice a little bit and understand the runs as the best I can and try to find out how they're forming and and try to give him as much info as I can uh, to protect it. Hopefully we can get up front and, and try to hold him off. You have uh, really nailed how to communicate with him in the la especially in the last couple of years. I know that's been an evolution, and it's so difficult. You're, tell us some of the things that, you know, let, when he's running out front or near the front that you're looking for, because you're looking at lines. You're looking at the bottom line. You're looking at the bottom pack, and you're looking at the top pack. 
and you're talking about things that are happening behind him, and you're constantly giving him information. I don't watch him that much at plate tracks. I mostly watch two or three cars behind him, sometimes right. even a little further than that. But, you know, the guy behind you is not really – he's not your enemy until there's a car that's clear behind him. You know, me and you could be running first and second, and I'm not worried about you passing me until you get help that's clear. You need actually need clear help, not two mm-hmm. guys side by side. And when you get in the lead like that, it's so easy to manipulate the other, you know, the air and, and, and keep that guy behind you because of the, the air, you know, that bubble. And, you know, it's just it's looking three cars behind him for that guy to break free, to be able to give the other guy a push, to be able to get to you. There's just a lot of things that – a lot of dominoes that have to fall in place. Is there anything you'd like to say to um, a reaction theater caller that called earlier this year? <laughs> About the the gentleman that I said that would be needing me around Talladega time. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't remember his name or or what exactly he said, but you know. I'm, you I know. wish I would have pulled the call. No, he did. He, he basically <laughs> just to paint the picture. This guy <laughs> suggested that TJ was not necessary. We didn't need TJ on the eighty eight team. And your your response was, eh, "You might need me in October, come Talladega time." So, I yes. think it was right around Indy or something. One of those hard track or Pocono or Indy or something. Whenever we got hit in the quarter panel or whatever, and but it was after one of those races. But yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I love it. Calling shots. I love it. My man's going to Dega, uh, and uh, the great thing is, Amanda, we don't have to pay attention to th- what's on the screen on NBC with the current standings and where things sit. Just go get a win, man. That's what yeah, needs to happen. Yeah, it's definitely not like a position we were in in Dover where it was like every spot oh on that track God. mattered in the whole race. I sw- so like, much You math. had a migraine by the time yeah. that thing was done. This is so just a, you got to win. Whoever's responsible for updating those points every second, God bless them. Unbelievable. Yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, and again, it doesn't matter to the 88 unless the two drivers that are in ninth and tenth position combined with one of the top eight gets in an early wreck and they're all junk and can't get back yeah. on the track Which so it could happen <laughs> yeah it, it could uh but Seen stranger uh, things happen chances are got to go in there and get a win dale jr did say earlier this week on twitter tough day at the track gonna have those bring on talladega super speedway taking that same hot rod that won there earlier this season hashtag She's fast. Then he said, at Mountain Dew Car next week at Talladega Super Speedway. Everyone thinks it's jinxed. We're going to make it your favorite. So we'll see what happens uh, on Sunday. Love that kind of confidence from Dale Earnhardt Jr. going into this race coming up on Sunday. All right, it's time for Reaction Theater and someone's chance to impress us to win some spy swag. This week, Majors gets to chime in on who that might be. Plus, don't forget you can go online to spyoptic.com and get yourself a pair of Dale Jr. Signature 88 Shades. It includes the Dirty Mo, McCoy, Quanta, General, and Farrah for the ladies. Once you are ready to check out, enter discount code NATIONWIDE88 and get 20% off of that purchase. Hey, Taylor, did you want to know something cool about these uh, spy speakers that I found out yesterday? Yes, I do. When you turn them on... They actually speak to you. It's like a lady's voice. Might have to get one. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I hope if you win one, you've got a a lady that talks to you and says she's happy that you're turning on the speaker to enjoy some music. I mean, do they make one that has a man that talks to you? No, it's just a lady. Which should be good for you. I don't know why if you're asking for a man. I'm just saying. I mean, what's wrong with you, pal? Women call in. Maybe they want to. Yeah, hey. Well, we got some earbuds for for the ladies. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, my goodness. Okay, I shouldn't well, have brought that up. hello there, TJ. Yeah. I shouldn't have brought that hello up. Hello there, big winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm so glad that you chimed in with that. And this better make the end of the podcast uh, for sure. Um, by the way, you might need a baseball bat in your house because your wife will run up with one when she hears that voice. Yeah. Who is that? Oh, yeah. it's the speakers, honey. Let's hit Reaction Theater. Well, first I got to start off and say that was pretty bad. Dollar <laughs> gone, I had to uh, take out the twenty. I mean, after years of watching Dale Earnhardt do it, and everybody feel, you know, everybody else says, "Hey, that's bad." <laughs> Everybody else wants to bitch and whine about Lagana. Hey, I got kudos to him. That was pretty bad. Second of all, what ain't bad is for the eighth time this year, Dale Jr. has to pick for a loose loop. So I say, by the end of the year, we start holding some tryouts. I mean, city-wide tryouts. I mean, it's got to be somebody in Charlotte that can change the tire and tighten the on there to where he don't have to pit every race for a loose wheel. I'm sure somebody out there. You know... It's interesting that he would suggest having open tryouts uh, throughout uh, Charlotte because uh, the Florida Gators this week, TJ, their head coach Jim McElwain is having open tryouts on campus to become the Florida Gators kicker, and anyone is invited. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got a flight to Michigan to try out for the punter later this week. Ooh, <laughs> wow. That's harsh. Very harsh. <laughs> so are you going? I think Josh Jones is going. <laughs> Mother Function's going to go become the kicker of the Gators. Kickers win games, man. <laughs> All right, who's next? I'm getting kind of tired of cheering for somebody who's only good four weeks a year. Something needs to change here, man. You guys got to step this up and get it going. This this isn't working anymore, like... I buy all his cars, I spend thousands of dollars a year, I cheer for him every weekend, and he's just becoming the Toronto Maple Leafs of the NASCAR world. And I'm sorry if you guys think it's the truth or not, this is coming from a true fan. Like, he ain't going to win the championship this year, and he probably don't want to hear it. But you know what? This ain't going to win nothing. He needs to give it up. Well, if this is how he's going to be. And you might not like it, and you might not play it, but I'm sorry. It's true. Yeah, I'm not, not a fan of that guy. Evidently, he doesn't watch many races because of the lack of effort from the drivers. Definitely, there's no lack of effort from the driver. I, I mean, listen, I know he's frustrated, and he. Uh, there's no question the wins have come at restrictor plate tracks this year, but that's just not telling the true story. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah. has 13 top fives this year. And 13 top fives, okay? So that doesn't if, – if Dale Earnhardt Jr. was only showing up at restrictor plate tracks, how does he have 13 top fives? That's just not fair to is, say is something like that. Is that a like true that. stat, eight loose wheels for pitting this year? I'm not sure. I meant to go look close. at it. It's probably close. Okay, um, so if we have 13 top fives and we've had eight loose wheels, and we, we've pitted to fit eight – I mean, that sounds close. You know, it sounds – I mean, imagine what five more top fives would have done. You know he has I mean? the fourth. He is tied for the third most top fives this season. So if this is a terrible year, you know where you need to be more competitive everywhere you go, and there need to be less loose wheels and less adversity on pit road. Uh, sign me up. Third most top fives this season. Yeah. I thought. I mean, it's been a minus those setbacks. You know, I, I'm, they've hurt us at times. They've hurt us pretty bad. But you know, we've had a pretty pretty solid year minus those so you know what i appreciate the fact that he's a fan and he he you know supports dale and buys 
you know, his cars and, and cheers him on. But my goodness, you can't be down on somebody that's, you know, yeah. had a little bit of misfortune, but still a great year. I mean, hopefully this guy's not a Cubs fan. My goodness, he's been waiting on a World Series for 100 years yeah, if that's the no case. The you know what I mean? 107 Like, you just years. you take the good with the bad when you're a fan. Moving on, who's next? Out here in South Louisiana, we got a saying. If it weren't bad luck, you'd have no luck at all, Dale. Dale, I tell you what, man. I want to rant and rave, but what's the point? Ain't no, ain't no point in ranting and raving about loose tires. I mean, it's been ranting and raving about all that. But before all you Junior Nation people get your panties all twisted up, just remember one thing. Greg Ives is a rookie Sprint Cup crew chief. And he got our man, Dale Jr., into the second round of the chase in his first year as crew chief. That's a hell of a feat for anybody, especially for a guy who was in the Bush League, you know, expanding his series nation, whatever they call these days, last year. So let's cut the man some slack before y'all start trashing him on uh, Twitter and Facebook and all that crap. Anyway, look you on down the road, boys. Tall Day's coming up. Let's go get him, Dale. You got a wink coming at you. Hell yeah. Let's hope so, Dale. Yeah. yeah. Um, people right. don't like to hear the truth sometimes, but that's the truth. Yeah. Greg's done a good job. He, I mean, he he's coming around. He, I mean, like you said, those stats are 13 top fives, or what is it, 13 top yeah. fives? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good for a rookie crew chief. And throwing there eight to, you know, almost ten loose wheels, too. He don't ask for them either. More, <laughs> so. more than um, more top fives than – now, listen, Kenseth and Jimmy Johnson have more wins. But more uh, top fives than Jimmy Johnson or Matt Kenseth this year. The most top fives of anybody at Hendrick Motorsports. Yeah. And Jimmy's uh, out right now already. Yeah. Who's next? Man, I am fired up. Joey Logano is such a He is a dirty, dirty driver. He had no need to put Kenseth into the wall. I can't wait until next week. And Kenseth or one of those Gibbs boys puts him into the wall. It'll be the highlight of the race. I was... Depressed, sad, angry, frustrated after the race. And then there's Junior in his interview. He's just so confident. How could I be sitting in my house kicking my dog when I'm watching Junior? And he's confident, and, and he said it perfectly. There's no place rather than Talladega that he would want to have to win. He's the man. He's going to get it done. Hashtag eight blade Marys. Oh, yeah. She's, <laughs> man. Uh, first of all, I don't think Matt ever hit the wall. He didn't. He kept no, it out of the wall. Fun. He did a phenomenal yeah. job of uh, keeping it uh, out so of the really, wall. Joey didn't put him in the wall. He, he, he and I'm just tried saying, to. I mean, he punted him. We uh, might have. He, <laughs> he stayed out of the wall. Uh, we might have got some help from a Gibbs car last week to the wall. Okay, you know yeah. we need to just stop saying. bringing that up. It's just yeah. hard racing. I'm concerned this lady's kicking her dogs. Yeah, I hope <laughs> I'm concerned about acid reflux, to be honest with you. Eight Bloody Marys. Yeah, there's a lot wrong with that call. <laughs> but I like her attitude. I like her I attitude. I don't. <laughs> what are you, she's ready for this win. She's she's, gonna, she's, she's, she thinks we're winning this yeah. weekend, so, so we, you do have to appreciate that. Who's <laughs> next? Whatever we do this week, do not play that old mm. on reaction theater. He's a jinx. I love him like a brother, a great friend of mine, but do not play his call this week. We have to have a win in Talladega. Dado, run all you want. Don't play his damn call. You know what? I think that's a fantastic idea, and we have decided Sounds not good. to play his call. Instead, we're giving him <laughs> his own segment this week here on the Dale Jr. Na uh, download on the Takes a Nation segment. Coming up in just a few yes. minutes. And, and we recorded it yesterday because Mike couldn't be here 
to record this morning, and I, I have to tell you, it's pretty funny, but you know what? As crazy as Dado is, he had some very valid good points. He, he is very knowledgeable and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, oh, yeah. He's can you believe Mike <laughs> scheduled his manicure, pedicure for this time we were recording? <laughs> that's about right. That's, a, that's about right. Getting him full massage, yep. Uh, Who's next? Talladega, Alabama. It all comes down to this. Tire guys, we got to button up that lug nut situation. We can't be having that next week. Y'all doing all right. Keep up the good work. Y'all need a build up. Y'all don't need a takedown, so I'm not going to bash y'all. However, Mr. Zarzer, don't even think about looking at, talking to, speaking of, saying any word about a damn prediction. Because if you say any kind of prediction, Junior Nation will no longer like you. Please don't make that happen. I don't need that kind of stress in my life. Go on and win Talladega. <laughs> we can make it to the next round. Hashtag, I need a damn beer. I'm on your team. Look at I think causing that's, so much stress. Yeah. I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's fair. I've put myself in this position. He's absolutely right to call me out, and I am not saying a word. I'm keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> I am. He said he doesn't need that stress in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from the predictions, Arzer. I, I hear him, and he's right. I I've put myself in this position by calling wins that didn't happen. Last one. You hear that, Junior Nation? It's the chicken that Dale Jr. hasn't caught yet. Two bad races. To make matters worse, he's racing that cursed Diet Dew car next week. Now, don't get me wrong. I live on Mountain Dew. But every time that paint scheme runs, it's not good. We can help that. Make Junior catch that chicken. Heck, get CJ to chase a chicken, too. I skipped my senior prom to go to Talladega in May, and man, was it worth it. I'll be there Sunday, and I want the 88 to win in advance. Junior, you can do this. Dale, yeah. It's a great – I mean, anytime somebody uses a chicken as a prop in a reaction theater call, I, he might need to be our winner. Yeah, that's weird. Was that a live chicken, or was that like – I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> sounded like it. Or Could maybe he? it's a recording of a live chicken, but it was a live chicken. I bet he'd like the speaker, though, the spy speaker talking to him. Do you think he would prefer <laughs> the uh, the male version? Hello, how are yeah. you today? Thank or you would he like, hi? Thank you for pushing my button. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, we're in agreement that uh, the chicken yeah, man let's gets Yeah, let's give the chicken uh, man. You can't call him the chicken man. That's down. You can't. There's yeah. only one chicken man. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's what? the... He's the chicken yeah, man John number Taylor two. Is the real chicken man. Oh goodness! Reaction theaters open twenty four seven. All you have to do is call toll free one eight five five seven four zero nineteen zero two and leave us your voicemail message, and we'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Time now for it takes a nation presented by Nationwide. So you know I'm not on the Dell Junior download today, but. I am going to be on Takes a Nation because we're recording this on a different day, and I'm not as busy, and even if I was, I'd stop. I would stop what I was doing and talk to this, this man. Amanda, you're not even going to believe who is in here. You're not going to believe who is in here. Well, I'm sitting right here, so I know. Okay, maybe you would believe it. <laughs> who is But it? nobody else. Dado, straight from Texas. Did you run here? Hang on, hang on a minute. Let me let the applause die down a little bit. Yeah, for okay. real. Let, what you say let, again, let, Mike? Let, let everybody collect that. themselves. They're like, yeah. wait a second, did you – did you run here? I mean, are you that are you that upset about Kansas? I am upset about Kansas, but uh, I did not run here. You no. didn't force Gump it? No, I do that one time a week, begrudgingly, for as short amount of time as I can. You've been running a lot. Listen, I'm proud of you because you have – you, if anybody ever says you're not a team player, you haven't come talk to me because you have started back running, 
just to get. Now I ain't saying it's worked. I was going to say, so far it really hasn't panned out a but, ton. But uh, if anybody remembers, I, I think we talked about this several weeks ago, but uh, just in case you're new to this podcast, <laughs> what happened here, Dan, uh, his real name is Dan Hodson, we call him Dado. He started running several years ago during the chase, and it actually uh, it resulted in us performing very well. And if it wasn't for the one race that he didn't run, we would have won the championship. So we have to think that there's something to Dan in his fitness routine, which is very minimal. Extremely. But you started running for this chase. Now let's get to the main question, the, the obvious follow-up. What are you doing wrong? Um, I, as a runner, I think I've got it all down. I'm putting one foot in front of the other. Um, I'm probably not drinking enough bourbon um, after the race. I'm drinking too much before, see, and that's what's got me all. I should wait until later in the race to start. And that's what got me all all goofed up. Amanda knows she listens to me about die every week. You know, um, you know what I think it is. There's been distractions this year. Oh, really? There was a snake. <laughs> there was. There was, was that real? Weeks ago. I, honest to God, there was. Uh, there was not one. There was one live one that I like jumped over, and then there was a <laughs> dead one like twenty feet away from it, and it about scared the out of me. Um, not that, about but, it, it but did. that made that made the podcast though. Didn't yes, it? I mean that, that made yes. the call. But then the, the, uh, the next week after that, your son interrupted my your son. son. Yeah, that he was does, hilarious. He does that. He waits in the neighborhood to see somebody running, and he gets <laughs> Eye of the Tiger queued up on his iPod, pulls up behind him, blasts it, and then gets behind him. You can do it. You can do it. He's such a jacket. It was actually funny, but his <laughs> it first was time funny. Did and it and listen, you're gonna think that that's what Dan and his son do, and they 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 stage that whole thing. But if you knew <laughs> Dan's son, <laughs> yeah. you would know that that's what he does. It it doesn't yeah. have to be his dad running. He no, would no. do that. I follow him on Twitter, and he's the only reason I really don't miss Dan since he's been gone <laughs> from Twitter. Because I still like I got a son, and so I I don't feel like there's this empty void in my life. I, I got another hots in here, so you know you can stay off Twitter for all I care. Yeah, that's he, him. He, he he he's filled the void. Can I tell my the the Dale Junior? I don't even know if you and I ever talked about this. The time I met Dale Junior, have we talked about that? I don't know. Uh, you tell at t- the tell barbecue the story, place. I remember okay, it. Okay, Amanda, catch this. Okay. Okay. We're at the Hard Eight Barbecue in in Texas. Right. Dale Junior was coming real, there to do a thing. We did we did a an, an appearance for. For Texas Motor Speedway, it was one of those winter circles. Were you there? Yeah, okay. yeah, I was there. So yeah, go yeah, ahead. it's right before the, it's right before the Kansas race, I think. Yeah, it was several years ago. Yeah, it's a couple four four years ago. Or so, and you paid eighty eight bucks. You get to go in there, eat good barbecue, and Dale's gonna get up and talk later. So me and a bunch of my buddies uh, got tickets and went there. I had just come back from Germany, Oktoberfest. Uh, I was a little confused on what day I was supposed to be, but you looked it. I was confused. Yeah. <laughs> so we get there. We get there a couple hours early, and uh, we're having a good time. Davis pulls up. Junior comes out. You know, the funniest thing though was the, these barbecue guys. They wanted to teach Dale how to barbecue. And it looked like they were teaching him how to flip a damn steak. Yeah. It took like thirty minutes, and all he did was. Flip the damn steak over. I was like, what the – how hard is that? Well, we should preface this by saying this was right when it, when it started becoming known that Dale was into this thing. Like, this yeah. was the year that Dale started really publicizing that he had a fascination of, you know, barbecuing, grilling, that whole thing. We got there early and sat as far away from the from the main stage as possible by, by design because we don't want to be bothered with everybody walking up there and saying, oh, Dale, how you doing, all that kind of stuff. So – Turns out that Dale, the grill that they taught Dale how to flip a damn steak on was right behind me. I and remember. if you remember, 
Dale's getting ready to go through the line and pick his stuff, and he's literally, from me to you, two feet. He's two feet behind me. Uh, favorite driver of all time. Dale Jr. is right behind me. So what do I do? I pull out my phone and I take a selfie with me looking, with him standing behind me, and I take a selfie, and you you caught me. It embarrassed me in front of everybody. <laughs> I like, did. Dado's taking a selfie with okay. Dale Jr. Oh, my God. Like I was a 12-year-old girl or something. And you uh, were wearing your affliction shirt? Uh, my wife did that as a joke. That's a second. <laughs> that's a second. That's a, that's a very funny story. I got one other good Dale Jr. story. I wasn't even going to tell. I just thought of this. Okay. Um, I, I probably got three more. that. And I hope Dale Jr. remembers this. I really, truly do because it was, it was awesome. About... Man, probably about the same time, he did a, an Xfinity race at Texas. And he was on the, like, where they introduce, when he's riding around the driver drive lap. Yeah. Yep, yep. He come around turn three, and I'm standing on top of my bus, and they had convertibles instead of trucks that year. And he went by, and for some reason, nobody noticed Junior went by, which is very odd because normally that's the only one that gets any real. They boo Kyle Busch, they cheer um, Dale Jr., yeah. While I was standing on top of my bus, I turned and looked, and he's about 200 yards past me. And I said, hey, Junior, Mike Davis sucks. And he turned around. I thought he was going to fall out the back of his damn convertible. I was scared to death, but he turned around. He pumped his fist up in the air. He said, yeah, and he kept on going. So that became a thing. All these people were like, my God, that, that yeah. guy just yelled, Mike Davis sucks. And Dale Jr., he responded to that thing. And so everybody came up. Do you know Dale Jr.? Do you, who is Mike Davis? I, said, I, I do not know Dale Jr. I do know Mike Davis, and he sucks. Let me tell you how bad he sucks. And so, like, every time Jr. went by for, like, the next – I think I don't know if we did it in the spring. I can't remember the spring. It was a good race. Um, well, but that was what we yell every time he goes – I mean, there's like 60 people I don't even know are waiting to yell Mike Davis sucks at the fence. Well, that's good. I'm glad you started Congratulations. that Congratulations. <laughs> you know, people need to know, if they don't already, that Dan has, like, the best setup at Texas Motor Speedway in the infield. He, he bought a school bus for $500. 600 bucks. 600 don't bucks. It. That's right. <laughs> 600 bucks. <laughs> a full-length school bus, and it is really a piece of crap. I ain't lying it, a lot. Here's a little bit of It intro. broke down. It, the first time he tried <laughs> to get it to Texas Motor Speedway, it broke yeah, down. It did. Which is hilarious. So went to jail that day. So, um, so but. But he has painted the Texas flag on one side of it. Amen. And he gutted it and created what I think is probably one of the coolest. <laughs> it's fun. Coolest places to, to hang out. It's a lot of fun. Um, he, he built these bunk beds in there, and he, he gave such attention to detail. Built a toilet uh, that, you know, <laughs> he's very proud of. And so one of my favorite sloppy yellow bus stories, not the band, but the buses, I, I don't remember what the reason was, but you weren't able to park where you typically park. And so they put you in a turn where there actually was like these multi-million dollar RVs and you know what I'm saying? Like motor homes. We parked my they bus weren't campers. They were Previs, um, and they were like, I don't know, $1.2 million each. And yeah. There was my bus right in between them. And, 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 there were aerial shots for that Texas race that weekend. <laughs> so you would see these aerial shots, and you would see this just horrendously crappy school bus right parked next to these $1.2 million motorhomes. Yeah, it was awesome. And they, proud and of you know it. what? They spent more time at my damn bus than they did their own. Oh, and I believe it, because you do attract a crowd at Texas Motor Speedway. Yeah, we had a good time. So uh, what are you in town for, actually? I do a job in uh, South Carolina, and I – this is crazy, but the place I buy all my sports equipment, like 
softball bases, takeoff boards on track. You know, I know a lot about track. Obviously, just look at me. Right, um, right. Yeah. It's right up the road, so I got to run up there and pick up some. Because you you own your own business. I do. Uh, I build sports fields. Sports fields, right on, man. That's pretty awesome. So you're in here, and so you didn't actually come here because you actually it would be a, a the narrative would be so much better if you did like come all the way to North Carolina because you're pissed off at the performance. I was so mad. I didn't. I closed my eyes all the way through Alabama because I didn't want to set I set eyes on Talladega until next week. But no, really. What was your takeaway? I mean, you've been actually one of the more optimistic people. You used to be really hard on the team well, and really really hard on the tart, but you've been actually uncharacteristically optimistic even after poor performances. I want to know if you're still the same way. Look, here's the deal. When Junior and Latart together, I thought they underperformed. Um, obviously, I was very vocal about that. I told Steve Latart that, and – he got me back, but I told Steve Latart that as well. He's my favorite crew chief of all time. I, he and Dale Jr. should have won more races, in my opinion. Um, Greg Ives, I didn't expect a brand-new crew chief to come in here and set the world on fire. Right. So the fact that we got two wins, I'm thrilled to death. Right. I mean, you have to look at the, the big picture. Um, we're, we're fairly competitive. Uh, we've got some issues on the team, but we're, we're, we got fast car- when you got fast cars – that's that's the main thing you can hope for. Uh, get fast cars. We've we've had years where we've had very uncompetitive cars, and that's the worst. We got right. fast cars. He's won two races. I, we're above. We're ahead of schedule as far as I'm concerned. Now maybe, you know, rest of Junior Nation or anybody else doesn't think that, but I'm tickled to death that we've got with a new crew chief, two wins. We're still in a chase, and we got a shot to go forward. Well, I tell you what, this has been good. Dado, thank you for coming by. It's always good to see you, pal. And Dado, I'm glad you're here because I want you to hear this. This has to do with insurance. And I know that you're in the sports uh, landscape business. Insurance is very important. You're liable to screw something up, right? (laughs) Today. So uh, just listen. (laughs) Today, did you know, Dado, that you could get a special discount when you switched to Nationwide? Did you know that? I did know that. You got You probably actually taken them up on this before, haven't you? <laughs> they are on my list to call. Yeah. In fact, the number in his favorites yeah. list is eight seven seven six nine seven two two four six. That's the number you can call, or you can visit nationwide.com forward slash junior nation for more information. And remember, nationwide is on your side. Nationwide is on your side. Nice, Dado. Sloppy nice. Yellow. Sloppy yellow performing at a coffee shop near you. <laughs> yeah. Here's what's coming up this week on Dirty Mo' Radio. Tomorrow, Kelly has the co-host of Race Hub and Fox Sports analyst Danielle Trotta on Fastlane Family presented by Wella Professionals. And due to the off week in the Xfinity Series, Junior Motorsports Upfront presented by Dale's Pale Ale will take the week off. But remember, you can always catch Dale Jr.'s at-track press conferences on said Junior presented by Nationwide. Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available free of charge 24-7 on DaleJr.com, iTunes, and all major podcasts podcasting outlets all right mike davis and Dado together which is uh hilarious that they even made it through a segment amanda i can't imagine how many times you shook your head during that you, the editing was more <laughs> what i was worried about we bring in our man tyler overstreet it's time for white flag white flag right there white flag all right, it's a super busy week this week leading into talladega dale's got a freightliner production on thursday followed by giving away the keys to this year's Corvette from the Wendell Jr.'s Ride raffle. Oh, by the way, I have something funny to add to that. I was there when Kelly called the Corvette winner, 
and she didn't believe Kelly. She didn't believe that it was Kelly calling her. She needed some sort of like confirmation and it was like a good five, ten minute phone call of Kelly saying, no, this is really Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Well, it was pretty funny. <laughs> well, didn't believe it, huh? Yeah. Well, Thursday they meet each other. Yeah. If she really still doesn't believe it, I can finish second place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And after that, we're going to Memphis, Tennessee for an autograph session at Bass Pro Shops at the Memphis mm-hmm. Pyramid. Doing that with our new friends from True Timber Camo. Friday morning, we're heading down to Talladega, two practices. And then Dale will be on E-Network's The Soup, live from Talladega Super Speedway, Friday <laughs> night. Very so, cool. Yeah, I, those guys are out of L.A., so I think they're in for a interesting weekend. <laughs> maybe uh, a culture shock? Yeah, maybe, but it's a fun place to be, I guess. Um, yeah, for sure. Saturday, Dale gets started with an interview with the... TJ Majors and Steve Letarte. That'll Ooh. air on Sunday's pre-race show. Then he'll be signing autographs at the International Motorsports Hall of Fame right outside the track for Diet Mountain Dew. Travis James is going to be on television? Yep. Have you ever done a sit-down television interview? Yeah. I actually have. Oh, I should have known. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a rock you live under. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> I remember he did wow. some sort of deal uh, a few years ago. I did. They, they followed him around and, like, Watched him and his daughter on the beach, and they did. Yeah, yeah they I actually, remember that. Yeah, they did actually come Daytona Beach and stuff. They came out there, profiled TJ Major. Yeah, it was. It Can was you, a profile of I TJ. I think I saw that one. Either. <laughs> I will. I, we I need will to dig that one up. I remember it. I remember TJ it. will sign autographs no, if you'd like him to. I will. <laughs> I will be doing the truck race. Oh at yeah. Time. Hey, can I tell y'all real quick? Uh, I'm sorry to keep interrupting you, Tyler, but <laughs> can I tell y'all real quick that the bathroom? in the Horseshoe in Columbus where I was this past Saturday is nowhere near where we broadcast. And I honestly thought about pulling a TJ. Mm. I really did. I honestly thought about going over the back end of the stadium. and But I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Oh, man. So once you get out of the way the first time, it's easy. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Continuing uh, on. All right. (laughs) Sunday is the big day. Dale starts the day out with a NASCAR race day interview on the Fox Sports 1 pre-race show. Then we're going out to the start-finish line for a track Q&A for fans who purchased a special ticket package. From there, it's it's time. 188 yeah. laps. Got a win to stay in the chase, so should be fun. Talking to him after the race, he said he's excited to get down there, so let's get after it. Let's do it, uh, for sure. Big day on Sunday. Go get a win. I'm not calling for the win. TJ, I'm not doing it. I'm going to behave myself and not predict it. Good stuff, Tyler Overstreet. Appreciate you. Thanks to Mike Davis. Thanks to Dado. TJ put on a show today. Great stuff. And thanks to Miss Amanda Wolfmeyer. I'm Taylor Zarser. <laughs> You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's edition of the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy, and hopefully we've got some good vibes going into Talladega this weekend for Dale. Now, as a reminder, go to spyoptic.com and pick out your favorite pair of Dale Jr. Signature 88 shades, and when you get to checkout, enter code NATIONWIDE88, and you're going to get 20% off your purchase. Y'all need to hurry up if you haven't taken advantage because the season is winding down.